Stag. Man and his amazing friend. Oh my god. All right. Um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's been a been a bit of a ride lately, but uh, truth be told, I still have no idea what the fuck is going on with this show. But I'm just gonna do my job and see what happens. So, what do you mean? Uh, hmm? What do you mean? What's going on with the show? Why? Because I've been late. Yeah, we're, because I've been no, a show in a while. Be, no, we've been uh, the whole everything that's happened in the past few weeks with Chip getting the show, what? Charles getting the show back, and Charles who, and then. Charles Soule. I don't know who that is. Um, lawyer extraordinaire? Hmm. Novelist? None of this happened. I don't really right. read Griffin's just on a flight of what fancy. Hmm? Is this, like a, is this like a Twitter thing? No, no. They took over the... Sh- it was a whole thing. There was legal stuff involved. And Donnie, uh, I'll, I'll catch you up Ethan later. The, the bottom line okay. is that we, bo- we own Ethan and Griffin now. Who is that? Huh? Who, oh, who are those? The the guy that the guy that's doing the the producing those two guys, that's, the children, yeah. the that's, boys. Yeah, the children, the supple little boys. Us. Oh, that's their names. Huh. Yeah, I and we own them. Well, so did, 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 did we not always own them? We didn't own them before, and then uh, I almost basically I they saved their jobs by um, not get not by being owned by me. So oh, by okay. us. I um I don't listen to the show when I'm not on the show. Um, and Funny, mostly... I only listen to the ones that I that I'm not on. <laughs> Are you not on some? I'll oh just, yeah, this is look. This I'll is check all, those out. Yeah, I'll check those um, I have just been. Yeah. I, I my apologies. I have been um, as I said earlier before we started recording. I've been just traveling the world, um, being uh, pretty famous, um, and. Uh, I, I guess we're still talking about this this Venom book that we're doing. I'm kind of I'm kind of in a post Venom world because um, I I'm, I'm I don't know I'm the writer of Thor now. Um, I hadn't heard. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the writer of Thor now. Yeah, yeah I got when did that happen? Everything. Um, it's super light because uh, I can pick it up. No, am big, I no drawing that? Oh, uh, yeah, like, like a variant or something. That'd be fun. I don't have a job right now. Huh. Um, I finished Absolute Carnage. We can talk about that after after I get done saying my thing. Um, I've just been kind of okay. like traveling the world. Um, you know, when you come along, when you guys wouldn't know this, but when you're writing like an A-list book, as opposed to like um, a book about Spider-Man's old clothes, um, there's, a, there's a lot of perks mm-hmm. that come along with that. Um, so I've just been, man, just spending a lot of money because I have, I, have, I have a lot of it now. Um, and, um, yeah, in fact, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday, uh, tomorrow morning I go to Paris, um, and then right from Paris I go to Italy, where I'm gonna get married, uh, to my gorgeous wife, um, and then, uh, and after that I go to London for a little while, so that'll be fun. Um, but that's cool, you guys been kind of fucking around with, uh, uh, Chip, Chips the Donkeys? That's yeah, I fun. Mean, yeah, Ryan did one of his newsletters. Oh! That was cool. That was That's fun. cool. I did a really good job on it. How much? I meant to ask you about that, mm-hmm. Ryan. When you do news uh, letters, how much does that pay? Not as much as this million-dollar podcast. Um, it paid zero, actually. What? And it was actually kind of humiliating. What? Why would you because do things that don't pay? I, I meant to tell you, by the way, the checks um, finally... I know we had a thing with my address. The checks from mm-hmm. the podcast have been coming in, and man, that is outstanding. Um, yeah. That's um, Ethan and was it uh, Greg Gregory? Did you, you guys got yours? <clears throat> um, 
uh, Griffin, and uh, no. We Again, this is a story um, for later, but huh. basically Griffin had to end up paying Charles Soule $15,000. Wow. So that's that's his net profit from the show so far is negative 15000 But Well, so you would have to make $15,000 just to be broke. Yeah, I had to yep. drop out of my last semester of college and use the refunds from college, that. dude. Oh, that's great. Congratulations, dude. Well, now I'm not going to graduate because oh. Charles Soule took my money. Um, oh. And I don't no. get any money from this. So, But, yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, but at least you're owned by rich men now. Yeah, and you um, said you would get us a coat for Christmas. So Thor I guess number one comes out in January. Uh, it's, uh, it's written by me with art um, uh, uh, by the amazing Nick Klein. Um, a, a, a colorist, Matt Wilson, uh, covers by Olivier Copiel. Um, it's going to be a really big deal. Um, lots of really crazy stuff in it. Um, it's it's gorgeous. It's probably the, it's honestly it's the it's the it's a thing that I am the most proud of in my entire career. Um, and that I've never honestly I you know maybe this is well important. I'm furious. This is it is but honestly. An honor to be working with an A-list talent like like Nick, um, mm-hmm. and it is the most gorgeous book I've ever had my name on, and just such an honor and a privilege to finally be at a place in my career where I get to work with such a professional. Um, just a, a real I gotta go to the really bathroom. really creative. I'm to throw up. Ryan, I'm talking. Do you mind? This isn't Venom time, okay? Um, it just <laughs> just a, a a real treat. Um, real treat. Um, but yeah, we were going to talk about this book that came out six months ago. Uh, Ryan, I have Donnie on mute. You know, we've been we've been doing a lot of stuff. If we want to just kick him off right now, we could just do the rest of it by ourselves because I don't know how into it he is. You know, we can just we can do that. He own, he he owns you though, part of you. Oh, guys, I can't hear you. You're cutting you're cutting out. All What's going on? All right, guys? that's a good point. I'll just bring him back. Huh? Nothing. Uh, internet. Gonna, I I lost you guys for just a second. Yeah. No, it, we were just getting the issues in order. Internet must have cut out. Um, yeah, well, we, uh, a, a while back, well, uh, sorry, first off, welcome to Stegman and his amazing friends. We're back, oh, everybody. Right. Um, yeah. It's not Chip Z and his real friends. It's not the Soul Train. Mm. Uh, it's Stegman and his amazing friends. Oh, and we're happy it. to have you, and we're happy to be back. Um, a while back, we did part one of our Absolute Carnage number one breakdown, um, and we covered uh, just chapter one, The Bleeding King. Uh, today, we're going to do the rest of that book. We're going to do chapter two and three. Uh, boys, you guys created this masterpiece. It came out back in August, and since then, we've gotten three more issues. The fifth one, fifth and final one on the way. Very excited. Right. Um, people are eating it up and loving it, and uh, I think everybody's eager to hear what else you have to say about uh, the blistering 60-page story that is issue one. Right. So let's pick say, it up. I, yeah, I got to say a thank you for that, Brian. Um, I, I got to say that... Um, uh, it, the the reaction to this series has been great. We're almost at the finish line, and I, for one, am in the most proud of us uh, because we're about to hit the finish line and not a single continuity error in the entire thing. And I gotta say, quarterbacking an event like this, uh, like Ryan and I have done intense planning, um, days, weeks, months of making sure that everything fits perfectly, and uh, we did it. 
I would say this has been like the most stressful and most rewarding Absolutely. project. <laughs> it has been so stressful. You know, I someone, can't believe how stressed out I've gotten. It's I know, crazy. I know. Uh, and in the last issue, uh, Ryan's finishing up drawing it right now. Um, is uh, uh, is bananas. Um, and I believe uh, I I sent you a text today yeah. with the page and just said I hate you. <laughs> yeah, there's a big thing that happens in five that is like a it's uh, <laughs> he's a lot of drawing. It's a lot of drawing, and I I wrote him back and I was like, yeah, that looks real hard. That looks real hard. Um, <laughs> well, I'm I looked back at the uh, the script and I was like, what did it take him to to plink this out oh, on man, his I keyboard mean, about <laughs> four like minutes? A commercial break in between Always Sunny episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great. I I gotta say, someone someone today I asked uh, I asked Twitter if they had any questions for the show, and someone was like, if you were given like unfettered freedom to do an ongoing Carnage series, like how many, like how many issues would you do? And I was like, man, if I, if I never see another Carnage thing for the rest of my life, <laughs> it'll be too soon. I was just uh, so much, so much Carnage. Um, that's not to say that there might not be uh, more Carnage things coming, um, but uh, we'll, we'll get over it, we'll and then we'll be it. like, oh, I miss Carnage. Well, you're acting like Carnage isn't going to be around as the main character of the ongoing book from now on. Yeah, of Venom. The Carnage ongoing that hasn't been announced. Yeah, no, of Venom. It's just a star's Carnage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess get, let's let's get into this issue. Ryan, you ready? One of my one of my favorite scenes here. Yeah, this is my favorite scene of this entire this entire issue. Um, the diner scene. Um, I I remember. Way back in January, when uh, when Ryan and I went to the Marvel offices um, to plan out this whole event thing, this was the scene I got the most excited about because we we found this like natural ending point with the first chapter, um, where you know obviously you know Eddie goes to Peter's door and opening Peter's there and all this kind of stuff, and I was like, oh my god, like chapter two, I get to just put Peter and Eddie and Dylan in a in a booth and just have them talk. You know, this is honestly, I get a lot of, um, people tend to think of, of, of my work and, 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 um, uh, for sure Ryan and I's work together is like, um, big, uh, explosion-y event things like real metal and all this kind of shit. But honestly, like, this is the stuff I like writing the most. This is the stuff that I love to just like make a meal out of, you know, the comics. Yeah, and this could have... This scene could have been boring. I remember you said you asked me. You were like, "Is it too much talking?" Is it? And I and I told you I was excited to draw it because uh, I was going to do so much acting in it. Yeah. And I I said it was my job to make sure that it's not boring. Yeah. And I think that we pulled it off. I so too. And 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 as we move off this first page here, um, I I just want to say Rebecca, I just adore writing Peter. He's he's one of my favorite characters to write. He's probably the character's voice that comes the most naturally t- to me, um, just because I I've grown up reading Spider-Man probably more so than any other book. And um, Peter is is uh, he's not like Eddie in so much as Eddie's a very complicated man. Um, his alignment has been um, dark and light over the years, and he has a lot of uh, pain and a lot of torture inside of him, and all these things. Peter is just pure. He's just a good, a solid, good guy with a solid moral lining and a solid alignment, um, and that kind of thing is really fun to write. You know, 
because um, he is mired in so much muck, but he remains true. Um, he's a he's a he's a he's a a more talkative, more uh, like uh, a more talkative, funnier Captain America. You know. Um, oh, funny! How do you? How are you funnier than Captain America? <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing funny about freedom, Ryan. <laughs> um, so going into this, yeah, you, I, I adore the way that Ryan draws Spider-Man. Um, yeah, the really super intricate webbing on him, and I love the way that Frank colored him. Um, I absolutely love the way Frank colors him. Yes. Yeah. The, with this little, this little subtle blue. I mean, we're, this is just going to turn out into us jerking off Frank again. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Easy to do. Uh, that that subtle um, blue that comes from the window that mixes with the red is just right. unbelievable. And I know we've talked about this maybe in the past. Um, I think maybe in the last right now we did, but just in case we didn't. Um, all of the, these are just like coloring things um, that Frank does. His, he's a storyteller in his colors. Um, that we talked about in the last one that all of Venom is at nighttime in the rain. Always. It's always, you know, we, we, we very much try to do that to, you know, it's the Gotham to Metropolis thing, right? Essentially same city, just Batman's always at nighttime. Um, and so when Eddie, the first break of day in this entire thing is when he sees Spider-Man and day and the sun breaks through the window in chapter one. Well, now in the diner, what you have here is that it's a mixture of these two characters now. It is daytime outside, but it's pouring rain. And so the, the, the light can't get through because of Eddie's darkness, right? So so really... The way I drew that rain was so tight, too. <laughs> it was. It was. It was, it, was for, it was just for us, I feel like, because oh, when I you look at it, you Meg can't really tell. Meg saw was just like, why is, the, why is there jizz on the walls? Well, that's, <laughs> that's the sign of good rain, Ryan, is when you don't notice it. So props Hell yeah. to you. I, I would do it again. I'll do it all over again. <laughs> and, um, yeah, as we go through this, yeah, you're, um, you know, talky scenes like this. Um, Joe Quesada, actually, when we had him on the show, talked about this very thing, you know, um, this idea that even a talking scene should move, like characters should be moving. And, you know, I, I very much had Joe in my head when I was writing this because, you, you know, Eddie is... Eddie is kind of static, and Eddie's kind of like uh, seated back and kind of retreating and hiding. But Spider-Man is gesticulating, and he's big hands and everything, and then we have this movement. Eddie's going to get up and leave, but Peter pulls him back down. Peter reaches over, grabs the comic book. It's, there's movement on the page, you know? Um, uh, I particularly like um, Eddie, uh, sorry, Peter's acting in the top panel on the second page here. The, I promise not to be hilarious anymore. That little, I don't think that that gesture was in the script at all. I don't think he was doing a scout's honor. Oh, yeah. Thing in the I don't script. know why he would. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, Ryan makes some weird calls sometimes with acting gestures uh, I that I, I, I always fantastic. love. He did something in issue, what was that? Is that, was that an issue three? Oh, yeah. Four, three, yeah. Three. We, we were laughing about it on the train. We were, when we were you, fucking cracking up because Ryan was next to me on the train. He was drawing the page. Right before Banner turns into Hulk, uh, right, and turns into Venom Hulk, and Carnage is meant to. In the script, he like he kills Banner, like he stabs him in the chest, and then Banner drops, and 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 Carnage goes like, "Well, that was a bit of a letdown. Like, who is this nerd?" 
And what Ryan did to make it look like Carnage was being like nonchalant, like didn't care, is that he's looking at his nails. Like he's like <laughs> he's like going like this and being like like he's like blowing on his wet nails or something. And I was like, and like Ryan just passed me his iPad. He was like, "What am I doing? Why am I drawing him like that?" I was like, "I don't know. It's hilarious." <laughs> Wait, no, you said you said you go. Is he looking at his nails? And then I was like, I was like forced to like pay attention to what I was doing, and I was like. Because I just, that's just like what I felt yeah. the gesture was, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, why did I do that? <laughs> why is he I think it's, I think it's the right gesture. It's just, <laughs> it makes it no works. Sense. It sells the idea, though. It sells like the emotion, you know? Yeah. Um, what, is, uh, what is Dylan reading? Oh, yeah. We talked about, we, we, we did we talk about this, right? He's reading Your Guardians of the Galaxy. It did say Kate's and Shaw on the yeah, cover. Yeah, and yeah. in the back said Jim Toe is a mummy. Yeah. Which <laughs> we still see the Guardians kind of, but they just, Marvel blurred it. Yeah. I still I think that after the Ardian Sayef thing. Oh. Well I can see them blurring the Jim Toe but... thing, but I guess I don't know, I guess it is confusing in a in a world in which you take everything in a comic literally. That like, mm-hmm. wait, do they have Marvel yeah. comics in the Marvel yeah. universe, you know? I don't know. Um I quite adore that Dylan uh just naturally doesn't like Spider Man, because uh, he is his father's son. Um, and I like it. That's what tips off Spider-Man. These two, um, these two blank panels of just Peter and Eddie looking at each other, I really like. Um, and then uh, the, <laughs> you know what I just noticed on this page? Wow, this mm. is this is really cool. Um, let me let me get my facts straight before I say this before I before I fuck up. Um, this look at this little thing that Clayton did. I didn't notice this. Um, he says, he says, like, you're, you're Eddie Brock, you're Venom. And he says, like, can you keep it down? Because he's wanted. And that last panel, the word Venom is really small. So it's like, Peter's going, oh, yeah. like, it's going like, you're Venom. Like, that's a really yeah. cool thing. I'd never noticed that. That's really cool. Yeah, Clayton doesn't get enough shine. No, he doesn't. Because he does a lot of really cool inventive things in this issue, especially. We talked about it in the first mm-hmm. chapter, the big panels of, you know, um, the symbiote screaming and, like, the captions getting bigger, you know? Um, I've actually yeah. since started telling Clayton in issues to, to, to... I've been using that device, which is really nice. Um, you know, a lot of times, also, this, this goes along with what we say about Frank and JP and everything, is that you can tell that Clayton actually... Like, a lot of letterers, they're just putting the things in the places. They, they're not even really reading, but you right. can tell he's reading what he's working on you know yeah i was just so he makes cool thing. little decisions yeah that he's like making that. choices because he's he's he he understands the intention mm-hmm. you know of what we're trying to trying to do that's really great um <clears throat> really ultimately a, a testament to my writing um mm. it really mm. just you know the emotions just my uh, art yeah just, and your art yeah well i mean yeah um this next page uh, not no one tweeted at us or anything about this but I think it's so unbelievably creepy when his sunglasses are revealed to be a part of his symbiote. Yeah. And true. it like the sunglasses slide away from his face. Like that's the kind of shit that makes Peter say like I hate symbiote shit because it's just so like Eddie's just so comfortable being casually creepy with like little shit like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and him saying that as he's re- re- revealing that, that 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 that's his son is 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 uh unnerving. Um, this was always, this was a really fun, uh, little piece in here that I really wanted to do, uh, going back to the retreat was this idea of Peter 
feeling very viscerally about the idea of Dylan not knowing his father because Peter didn't know his, you know? Um, and it's something that we forget about, um, I think. A lot of times we think that um, Peter is so defined by the death of his uncle, you know? Uh, but I think that he was, you know, the death of his uncle made him Spider-Man, but what made him Peter was l l those in his parents, right? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. he, um and so I, I always try and like steer into that idea. I, I, I feel like we we lose the orphan part of Peter a lot. Um, did you want to say anything else about these pages before we get into the? Um, just that. Well, we should probably acknowledge how cool it is when Spider-Man's eyes look all sad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think <clears throat> no, Donnie, I... you're talking about how naturally Peter's dialogue comes to you and everything, and uh, I think. I think Ryan has Spidey's body language just Absolutely. down to a T. Where you've you, so you've got the uh, the dialogue, and then you pair it with the fact that I think Ryan just inherently knows how Spidey moves. Absolutely, uh, and and the eyes included in that, of course. And it just like when you put them together, it's uh, mwah, chef's kiss. This was the this was the most expressive I've ever gone with Spider-Man's eyes. Mm -hmm. And you know what I think it was was that I. I always liked expressive eyes, but I couldn't bring myself to fully embrace them because I was like, to like oh, break the, the form you know, like that much. How, yeah, how how could they do that? But then when you see saw the movie and you saw them do that thing with where there's the yeah. plastic lens mm -hmm. with the in you know, and it could move over it, then I was like, okay, I I now have a scientific explanation. That's all I needed. I can <laughs> yeah, just right. Hog yeah. wild. I remember when we started when I sent you this script because this is our first Spider Man. I mean, we had Miles. Right, but this is like the first like Peter like classic suit Spider Man. I remember when I sent you this script and you first read it because I had to send this in pieces. I had to send each chapter to Ryan because it's it's sixty pages. You know, I had mm -hmm. it's I was writing three issues, right? But when we got into the Peter stuff, I remember texting you and being like, "Hey, you're doing ex expressive eyes, right?" Because some some artists won't. Some artists yeah. still they you know it's kind of artist to to artist. Um, and Ryan was like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude, of course." And I was like, "Yes," because I. I definitely wrote an emoting Peter, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I agree with you, man. I think that I, I, this is probably, and this is this is saying something because I, again, I'm a guy who grew up with Spider-Man my whole life. He's my he's my favorite character. Um, this is probably my favorite um, version of of Spider-Man. Like the way that Ryan draws him in these pages is probably my oh, favorite interpretation you. of him. Um, it looks like a. Suit. I love the way you write him, honestly. I know you, it's hard for me to be sincere. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I really do love the way you write him. I, like uh, I I was I was immediately drawn to it when you, the way you wrote him. I mean the jokes were the jokes are actually funny. You know, like well that's the thing. I that's always, hard to do. I always think that I always think that sometimes Peter gets written as corny, um, mm -hmm. where like right. he like tells dad jokes or anything. It's it's to me it's like the it's down to like the psychology of the character that he should be genuinely funny, like right. he he shouldn't be. Like groany, funny. The right. the, I, the idea of of Spider Man is inherently a wish fulfillment character, um, and in fact, I, it's my contention that Spider Man works the best as a just a as an idea. If Peter's the, the the worse Peter's life is, the better a Spider Man book is, is you want Absolutely. to be able to feel when Peter puts that mask on and he escapes from that Peter Parker life. You want to be able to feel that release that he gets as well. And so when he's out in that costume, he is escaping from the horribleness of his of his everyday life. 
And I, totally. I think that a version of him comes out that is very charming and very um, uh, re- relatable and very funny. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, because when you make him, uh, when the joke's on him because his jokes are so bad, um, you make him, uh, to me, I, 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 I think like less, um, I'm trying to say. You don't want to be that person. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You want him to yeah. be the best version of him. And I think that along with that goes being charming and being very like genuinely funny. Um, so I go for that. I don't know how funny I am in real life. So, um, uh, we, you know, uh, your, your mileage may, may vary. Rich Johnston thought these preview pages were of Deadpool. You guys I know that? that was so crazy. I was like <laughs> bleeding cool, ran an article that was like Deadpool showing up. I guess, I guess he went out to, or Eddie reaches out to Deadpool for help. And I was like, bro, I got like spider webs all over his face. <laughs> like, I can see it now if it was really low resolution because like the the glare on the, the black of his eyes looks like the like the little I don't mm-hmm. know does Deadpool have like slits in his eyes? Listen, the 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 fact that he was able to write a whole article and include the images <laughs> I've never that's seen, just one for the ages. I've never seen an article get shit on faster than that. <laughs> like the amount of people in the comments were were just like, like people weren't even shitting on they were just like bruh. Dude, yeah. come yeah. on, man. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, people, hey, players fuck up. I get it, man. I make mistakes, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, great Spider-Man. Love the character. Still, still pinch myself that I, like, almost every single time I fire up a script and I write the words um, Spidey or Spider-Man in a script, I'm like, man, this is my job. Like, how fucking unreal and cool is that? Um, mm-hmm. It's funny. I catch myself writing Peter and Spidey in front of his like when I'm doing voice lines. Um, if his, I don't know why I do it, but I think it's when his when his mask is off. I like instinctively write Peter, or if there's even like a rip in his mask, or if he's not being capital S Spider-Man in that moment. Like if he's around bystanders and bad guys, I will always put Spidey. But when he's in like quiet conversations with Eddie, I write Peter, and it's just like a weird psychological thing, you know? Because um, anybody can be Spider-Man, but there's only one Peter. Peter Parker, goddamn it! Um, going into this, uh, this is <laughs> this was. I remember at the I'm, I'm in the run the mass grave thing now. Um, I remember going into the retreat and t- and telling Ryan that I wanted to do this mass grave scene and telling Ryan, like, this is going to get shot down for sure. Like, they are not, they're never going to let us do a mass grave. And then I walked into the room and everyone was like, yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. scary. That like, keeps wait. happening. I was like, wait. like, there's no way. Yeah, I was like, wait, really? That's okay? And they were like, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I asked Devin about something the other day. I'm, I'm not going to say what because it's an issue five. But I was like, we can't do this, right? And he was like, uh, they seem to just be fine with everything we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I just told you about that I wanted to do in Venom Island. Yeah. I thought for sure they were going to, I, I, I thought it was going to have to go all the way up to the food chain and like go to right. CB and like go to Kevin Feige or whatever the hell. And then, um, and then Devin was just like, nah, that's rad. Go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, Anyway, uh, this in the mass grave scene, um, the news reporter is in fact uh, my wife Megan, uh, with her 
cute short blonde hair. Griffin, um, do the Borat voice. It's very nice. No, no you <laughs> fucking idiot, dude. What? She's not paying attention. That's why you. You want to you try that again, buddy? You really didn't get what you we were, are what fired. We were oh my god. Hey, um, I've actually never seen Borat. Uh, okay, but you. My wife. That's what he's yeah, asking. That's for. all you had to say. All right, should we do Unbelie- take two? Unbelievable! No, no, this is too why late. You don't get paid. God, Unbelievable! Just ruined it. You know what? I was just watching Always Sunny last night, and they kept on doing this <laughs> gag where they would all go around the room, and they were they were like all saying the same thing at the same time, and then it would get to D, and she would fuck it up every single time. And uh, you're the D of this group. Uh, as long as I'm you in the group, I'll fucking take it. You bird. Um, so yeah, um, so this is a. This is what's called um, a uh, uh, a plot dream catcher, <laughs> because here's here's what this page does for us. Um, we always said that every single character who has a codex will be in this book, right? Well, mm-hmm. guys, it's seven issues. Uh, there is never going to be any, any enough room to get everyone in there. But the solution right. is, if you haven't seen them, they're in this fucking mass grave. That's, that's where, they, where are. they are. That's yep. that's the answer, Twitter. That's the and answer. People Twitter. keep asking me, "Are we going to see so and so?" And I'm like, "You already did. You already did. They They're in that mass grave. They're in that mass grave. That's where they are. This is how Carnage uh, is so powerful, and it's why he is so strong. He has all of these people's codices, codexes. Codexes sounds better, right? I hate. Uh, yeah, let's just go. I hate writing codices in the script. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's, it, it it takes me out of it every single fucking time. Anyway, um. Yeah, some really cool stuff in here um, that uh, the incredible Al Ewing picked up on in the Immortal Hulk one-shot. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Immortal Hulk Absolute Carnage tie-in issue, which is just gorgeous, by the way. Have you have, have you seen that, Ryan? The, the Philippe Andrade Oh, my art? God. I yeah, that guy's amazing. I love that art. God. Yeah. I want to work with that guy. Um, if you're out there, I want to work with you. Let's Let's figure it out. Um, yeah, the General Ross thing was 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 picked up in there, so you can go and, and read that. Um, Al's the best. Al I is, love how much he Al plays is, off of this. Absolutely, stuff. Al is the Al is the best. Um, okay, moving out of that, um, Eddie continues to be a stone cold psychopath in this diner. Um, well drawn scene. Continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think this diner has um, a brick wall in it, an open ducting. Um, and is filled with hobos, which is a weird move. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's all I have to say about this page. Um, this was also where you wrote it as a diner, and then later you were like, you were asking me to, about the food that they were going to be, or not a diner. No, no you I wrote, wrote it like, as a. Co- I wrote it as a coffee shop because this is supposed to be the coffee bean, right? Where and then Peter you, always goes. but then you also added in the script where they were. Eating spaghetti or something. No, I wasn't like, spaghetti. No, I said Dylan. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I said like Eddie was just like, no, it's it's oh, it's still in here. We didn't fix it. He says he says Dylan, come on, you dig and finish Spider-Man's fries. Uh, and if you go back and look at them sitting in that diner, there is nary, there's no fries. There's there's no fries, guys. Uh, there are no fries on that table at all. Uh, so that's a. And uh, it wasn't a euphemism, you sickos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, going through this, I don't know. Um, Eddie's crazy. 
People Can I ask you something? Did you know that the, the stitches on Eddie's eyebrow are symbiote? He, yeah, I did know that. Okay. No, I did not know that. I was actually going to ask you, um, in issue one of Venom, very famously, Eddie gets stabbed through the fucking heart. And in the next issue, the symbiote fixes him. I was going to ask you why the choice to make him have a continuous black eye. Why didn't the symbiote fix that? Uh, just because he did by putting the, the stitches on it, stitching over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks cool. It looks cool. It 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 does look cool. Um, I like a battle damage, you know, and like, look, I mean, you guys gotta, man, we're people are. I've never had so many questions <laughs> on a book, and I don't know if that means that people are just like really into it and are like searching for clues everywhere, or like think that things are intentional. Or if we're just fucking up a lot. <laughs> but listen, uh, comic books are handmade by people. Fallible right. people. All right? Mm -hmm. And this is a huge undertaking. And Well, not only that, it, it, they cut, the rate that they come out is... I mean, it's not like I had time to design right. yeah. all this stuff beforehand. You just start doing it. There was a fucking Starbucks cup in an episode of Game of Thrones. All right? right. Let's all calm down. All right? Players fuck up. Um... Uh, Annie's body being in there and Dylan saying who is that um, fucking rips my heart out um, but Dylan doesn't know who his father is or who his mother is and that's a drag um, I will say if people like um, Dylan things um, that issue uh, what is issue 20 and 21 of Venom are going to be uh, a, a very fun time for fans of that character. Um, I'll answer a fan question really quick. Someone on Twitter asked me, um, did the name Dylan have any significance in my life, or did I just kind of pull that name from the hat? Dylan is my brother's kid. Um, uh, Dylan is four years old, and he's the light of my, of my life. Uh, I so enjoy being an uncle. Um, and... Uh, in this scenario, um, that would make me Spider-Man, because Spider-Man is Uncle Pete. Um, but yeah, Dylan is my brother's kid. Um, you can actually, if you want, um, you can go and get Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number, gosh, it's a big it's a big issue. I forget what it is. I would have to, have to ask Nick Lowe. Um, someone who's listening to this podcast, remind me, and I'll, 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 I'll tell you the actual issue. Um, but there's a picture of Dylan. Uh, that was printed in the back of an issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Um, this is actually before I had ever written anything for Marvel. I just sent it in as a fan because Dylan is wearing like 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 head-to-toe Spider-Man gear, and I had interned um, in the uh, in in and around the Spider-Man office. I knew Nick Lowe and, and and all those guys, and so I asked him for a favor for an old intern, and so. You could you could argue that Dylan's actual first appearance in human form uh, is in that old issue of Spider-Man. But yeah, you guys remind me on Twitter. I'll I'll grab the picture and the issue. Um, I'm sure you all want me to sign that for you at cons. Um, this fight scene, these guys coming in robbing it. This was all Ryan. Um, I I called Ryan and I was like Ryan, I don't know how to make this not boring. Like, this is a lot of information that Spider-Man and Eddie have to deliver to each other about, man, we got to go do this. We got to, Carnage is going and doing this and that and all this, you know. Um, 
and uh, and Ryan, I think, yeah, right. It was you, right? Who was just like, let's have some guys rob him. Yeah, we were. Just, I was just like, well, let's just have action at the end of it, and and then they will just continue their conversation as though it's not happening, and they're all, they just don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like how it ended up too, right? Because it is it is such a fun moment because it shows how far these characters have come um, mm-hmm. from from when they started. You know, um, there's a version of this scene that would have taken place in the '90s where this interaction would have been so different. You know, guys coming in and robbing a place. Venom would have venomed up, and Spider-Man. It would have been a whole thing. You know, I love it. These are just two old soldiers who were just like, "You want to do this?" And I'm like. About these assholes, like Eddie is so, they they've both moved on to such bigger problems than dudes robbing coffee shops. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point of this right. part is just they're 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 preoccupied with bigger things. Yeah, and he's taking care of a mundane small thing. Yeah, and then Spider Man proceeds to straight paralyze this dude because <laughs> I didn't as I didn't write this action scene at all. Like I I wrote the dialogue and I just wrote. Because I knew Ryan was gonna just—he was just gonna go and have fun and 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 have them fight while I did I, we did the dialogue, um, and so I didn't write that he took his guns away from him and then like went and drop kicked him, and I got the pages and I was like, Jesus, Pete, that, that is a <laughs> that is an overreaction. Yeah, I get. In my mind, he would know exactly how hard to kick. Yeah, him. he's kicking oh, yeah. him like he's the fucking rhino. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's just some dude. Like, guy's probably like he sixteen and on crack. He's fucking straight paralyzes this guy. It's great. Um, it's just such a you know. And then it was also like, what a cool, what a cool pose. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's <laughs> a great fucking kick. And you can see the people of New York who are are so over these kinds of things. Because my man over here in the cabbie hat could not give a fuck that a dude is getting paralyzed in the vending yeah. machine next to him. Um, I just noticed in that on that page one two three on that on that third panel I didn't notice that you had the gun in the foreground until I just looked at it. Yeah, it's and it's shaking. It's shaking because he's scared. Yeah, I never yeah, noticed. Look that. at those That's little cool. shake lines. That's cool, dude. I like that. Um, shake lines. And then Peter just proceeds to just go ballistic on these guys. <laughs> It just, I feel like that's a two, that's a two punch problem. If yeah, Peter's he just really like, hates these guys. Really hates these guys. Let's just assume that you know what they're neo Nazis. There's a side story here. Yeah, fan fiction mm-hmm. we would like to see. Yeah, is what these guys did to Peter to make him so upset. Yeah, uh, yeah. So hit us on Twitter with your fan fiction about that. Yeah, you have a kind of a an Otley punch on this fourth panel. Hmm. The big, I, I, I think that Otley does segment punches, but whatever. You think so? <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm no, gonna, that's definitely an Otley punch. Murder this punch. cat. I can't believe it. You, you guys can but, hear that. Like, my, my fucking cat screaming, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, panel five, great pose. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I wrote five different versions of that panel trying to write something for him to say that that was funny. And couldn't figure it out, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna have him not be able to figure it out. I just have him that be is a good line. distracted. Um, and he, you know, he's so tired from beating the hell out of these, yeah, poor muggers. I tend to write Peter that that way. I tend to write him as perpetually tired. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Everything that Peter sees, he's just like, oh god damn it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, it's funny. Like, there's a 
there's a Peter Parker for every generation. Like my entire life, I've had a Peter Parker that was there just for me in the '90s. Um, you know, we had um, uh, kind of older married, and like the professor was there for me, and then um, and then into the Spider Verse. 40 year old divorced Spider-Man who's just so tired and so mm -hmm. over it. I was like, Jesus Christ, am I Peter Parker? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm 35, divorced, always in sweatpants, always fucking exhausted. I was like, that is the most I've ever related to a man. Um, so yeah. Um, and then Eddie goes um, to a place that I can't believe I have not named Eddie's Clubhouse. Um, mm -hmm. So stupid that I've never named it that. Um, but yeah, Rex's safe house. Um, and so listen, this maker stuff is long game stuff. All right. I, I know like we don't really do that that much in comics anymore. But like you remember how in X-Men like Claremont would just like set something up on a page in like issue four and then would come mm -hmm. back to it in issue 30, and you were yeah. expected to remember that, that is what I'm asking you guys to do here. <laughs> um, all of this Maker stuff, why Maker is even in this book, why he's interested in Eddie in the first place, this whole line here where he says, um, where Eddie says, Maker, real soon you're not going to have an intense conversation about just what the hell you're playing at. And he says, um, I suspect you won't enjoy the, the, the knowledge you think you deserve. Um, we are going to reveal what that means very soon. Um, should I just tell you the issue that it revealed in? No, let no, him wait. No, no let him wait. Hey, did you read that script though, Ryan? I said it to you. Huh? Did you did you, did you read that script? The issue where what? all these things get revealed. God damn it! That I did I not sent to you. I know that I was supposed to. You're supposed to read that because it's going to impact you were, your you were, life. You, you sent it to me on a day that was filled with soccer games and piano recitals Man, and that's... basketball practice. It was too much. It was. A I'm going to so enjoy the limited time I have on earth uh, to make fun of you for being a dad. Because soon, uh, yeah. knock on wood, I will be joining you in that. But, but for right now... Ha ha, loser. I slept I'm until in, 1 p.m. I'm so. in the 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 shit with the parenting at the moment with the um, just are, stuff are all they, the time. Are they being jerks? Oh yeah. Well they're <laughs> yeah, they're jerks and they have stuff going on all the time. Uh, can I tell a quick story yeah. that I think is yeah, really absolutely. funny? Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other day, so after Oliver's piano recital, they had had two sleepovers in a row. So they're tired out of their minds, Oliver and Harrison. Oliver's eight, Harrison's five. Mm -hmm. And we're in the car, and Harrison keeps just kicking Oliver for no reason. <laughs> and Brutal. I said, stop kicking him. And Harrison kicked him again. And I said, if you're going to kick something, kick your own nutsack. <laughs> Which I said, knowing that they... They, they don't know what that word is and knowing that it would make Aaron yell at me and say, Ryan, don't say that in front of the blah, blah, blah. And that, to me, makes me laugh. So I say that, and then Harrison kicks Oliver again, and he cries out uh, very sincerely, I am not your nutsack! <laughs> <laughs> That's a new shirt. That's the first shirt yeah. for Segment is Amazing Friends. <laughs> Merch. Hashtag, I am not your nutsack. Oh my God, Aaron and I were dying <laughs> oh laughing. God, she almost amazing. had to pull the car over. How do you how do you parent 
um, when you're <laughs> laughing so hard. At, like when, like when was it when Harry punched Oliver with that fucking oh, yeah. devastatingly perfect punch? How do you yeah. parent and tell them no when it's so clearly hilarious? Well, you saw what I did. I said, uh, I said, Harrison, don't do that again. And then I said, it was a great punch, but don't do that again. <laughs> In a perfect form. Okay. All right. You want to be on the camera? Hi. Hi. Say hello to all the boys. Yeah. All right. Um, so my cat is doing the show now. Um, I think we're only getting through the, fir- the second part here, and then we're going to do sure. questions, do by the way. Questions. Yeah, we'll just do the second part. Let's do the second part. Mm. Sorry. I just ate a warhead, an atomic warhead. Why? <laughs> oh, wait, you have... Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, these last few pages, Maker, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. all these guys. The end of this chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donnie, you wanted to talk about candy. I do. I do. I need to talk about candy for a second. Um, I was texted today by Donnie that he had a Yeah, I texted Ryan. Remind me because I'm pissed off, goddammit. So, as a lot of you guys know, follow me on Twitter, I'm a candy guy. I like really trashy gas station candy. You can fucking mm. miss me with all that dark chocolate fucking horse shit. Oh. Uh, I'm not a fucking 50-year-old divorcee. Um, I'm a 35-year-old divorcee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, so, yeah, people bring me candy at shows and stuff. I have a, I have a, I have a cult, uh, the advocates, the devil's advocates, and uh, people uh, come up to me and bring me candy as part of the whole thing. Um, recently... Um, I have noticed a, a disturbing trend, though, and I need the Internet's forces combined to tell me if I'm fucking crazy or not. Okay. Do you guys like now and laters? Uh, yes. Now and laters, right? Hard candy, yeah. turns into taffy, everything. Right. Baller candy. I fucking love them. Right. It's some of my favorite shit in the world. As a kid. And now I just got, so somebody brought me some of the show, and they're just straight soft. And it's not, and I, I, know, I know what you're going to say. They make a soft and chewy version of them. That was not this. This was supposed to be original formula fucking now. And Did later. they turn them into Laffy Taffy? Bruh, it's just like Laffy Taffy. It's nothing. Mm. And we like, already have Laffy Taffy. That's what I'm saying. The whole fucking point of these things is that the name now hard and crunchy. Later, soft and chewy, right? And so I did further research. I went to my local little gas station, and I bought a fresh pack of them. Same shit. So, my, my question to the internet is, for people who enjoy this candy the way that I do, am I fucking crazy, or did they change the formula? Has the formula had to have. been changed? Because I feel like it's just you like... You could not chew an original, the now and laters no, that we grew up with. No, You would have to, you had to suck on it for a while. Yeah, you had to gnaw on it. You had to like, kind of right. like get into it. It was hard. And you, that's, had, you had to suck on it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was jumping over that as fast as possible because I knew you were fucking... Um, yeah, so they're the fucking... They're all, like, they're all nerfed now because like little baby's teeth fucking can't, can't take it anymore. It's such horse shit. Anyway, so two-parter to this, to our loyal fan base. Um, am I crazy? If they... And, and, and part two, if they have changed it, is there a way for me to buy the original formula? Is there? Can I like go online and get original formula? Because the problem you is, you can probably get them in like Germany or something. Yeah, some shit like that, or like you know, like it, like yeah, exactly. So someone fucking tell me because it's driving me insane. Because they used to be my favorite candy on the planet, and now they're trash. So, rant over. Um, are we done with our walkthrough? Are we? Just gonna... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna skip the, those was last it, pages. I mean, was they, there anything they, else? We get the Ravencroft, right? We get Normie the- shows up. Normie's here now. And uh, Normie, you know, 
he just uh, he knows that Peter is a Spider-Man because oh yeah, Dan slots right. um, going down swinging happened, and we'll just leave it there. Yep. Mm-hmm. We solved it on Twitter. I did really Everybody like. knows that. I did really like the interaction between Peter and Maker, and I like the acting I love on Maker. Peter here, yeah. and like leaning and being like, "Wow, you're so cool," you know. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I like Maker too, and I like that we have kept his font. Um, um, What's it called? Yeah. Um, Lowercase. Well, it's Hickmanica. Not, it, it, what, what is it? Hickmanica. Did you just make a word Hick, up? Hick, Hickman. Oh, Hickman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I always thought was, um, I always thought it was to 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 differentiate between the Ultimate Universe and ours. But now, if you read all of Hickman's X Men books, he does mixed case lettering in that too. And I think someone asked him about it, and he was like, I just think it looks cool. He just he has a lot of... Well, you know, he was a designer. Yeah. So yeah. he has a lot of opinions He's on great at it. design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess... Uh, all right. And then they talk, and then... Um, uh, let me take a small sample of blood. Let's see what else here. Yeah. This is the warehouse that has a million doors. Million doors, things change self, sizes. Don't ask questions. Enjoy the book. Walls. Um, we'll get we'll get into this magic warehouse at some point. Yeah, <laughs> it's the most magic. When this warehouse. whole series is over, we'll 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 reveal how magical this warehouse really is. Um, yeah, <laughs> walk you guys through how stupid we are. Um, all right, so that's it, and then that leads us right into the third the, the third um, third and final chapter of the Long Red Dark. Um, and uh, that'll be for next time. Uh, but for now, I, I, I believe we have a substantial amount of Twitter questions. Um, do you guys, are you guys picking them? Yeah, I can, I can pick them out for us. Actually, um, Donnie, since you're, uh, you're not usually on our mailbag episodes, we do have a email from somebody um, oh, okay. that has a question for you. Okay. So, I would love to get to that real quick um, before we hop into Twitter questions. Great. Um, yeah. It is from our faithful listener, Abigail Mendoza. She says, hi, guys. I was feeling shook after reading Absolute Carnage number four, and I can't wait to see what you guys are serving up in Absolute Carnage number five. Also, thank you for being acknowledged uh, as a producer on the possible Venom cartoon. If it gets picked up, that was in the last mailbag episode where uh, she sent us an email with a whole cast list of folks for a possible Venom cartoon you can check it out if you'd oh, like cool. okay uh before getting to the questions i want to clear things up from my last email regarding the cast list brent spiner uh or spinner um my choice for norman was data in star trek um kilgrave slash purple man in avengers uh earth's mice heroes and joker in young justice cory burton voiced dracula and agamotto in uh, avengers assemble and my choice for null with his dracula voice in mind for reference okay here we go question for ryan i was looking back at your run on renew your vows and i noticed that eight-year-old spiderling slash annie parker kind of acts similar to dylan do you think that annie and dylan would become good friends wait how is that a question for me there's another one after what it. What the Donnie. fuck? Uh, <laughs> sure, they they'd be friends. Uh, they they might be friends. I mean, no, actually, wait, never mind. She, he would sense that she was spider related, and he would hate her. Okay, next Done. question. Great. <laughs> question for Donnie: Would Eddie ever find love again in his life, considering his last love threw herself from her apartment balcony? Guy can't seem to catch a break lately. Um, uh, I, I hope so. 
I do. Um, I think that he is. Um, I think he is full time trying to keep this kid from dying, and trying to keep the world from dying. Um, so love is um, uh, the furthest thing from his mind right now. Um, also, I don't think that he uh, he loves Dylan. He does love Dylan very much. Um, as far as like substantial relationships um, in Eddie's life, he has two very important ones. Um, uh, I don't think that Eddie loves himself, um, and so I don't think that's a good uh, recipe for love just yet. Um, but hang in there, where we have a lot more to explore. <clears throat> Sweet. Thanks for answering my questions and rock on. Truly yours, <laughs> Abigail. P.S. Thank I got you, Abigail. one more casting idea for the show, and that is Chip Sadarsky as Lee okay. Price, seeing okay. as Lee oh. dies in the first two minutes oh, of Absolute okay. Crime. All right. so it that's, works. That works that's not bad. That's not bad. He pretty good. They have the same sleaze level, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, who is who? Who did she say for Null? Let me back this up real quick. Oh, it's, but it's voices, right? It's not actors? Yeah, voices. Voice actors, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm um, Corey Burton. I think that she's. I think of Null as more subdued, and she's mm-hmm. thinking more of like a wild. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would always imagine him as like a um, voice-wise. Let me think. Um, oh God. Ryan <laughs> said Ray finds. Oh, oh yeah, I said yeah. Like, oh, like yeah, Voldemort. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Jeremy Irons. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. The voice of Scar. Dope. Um, dope. All right. Sweet. All right. Well, then we can head on over to Twitter now. Let's do um, it. Let's talk Carnage. Hey, Donnie and Ryan. I'm loving the new Devil Carnage design from Absolute Carnage 4. How did mm. you guys come up with the idea of it and uh, design of it? Uh, also, is the black on his body meant to be Venom? If so, that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to what's next in Abscarn. Uh, yeah, that black on his costume is the Venom symbiote, yeah. Um, Ryan designed that pretty much from the... From the, the wait. Um, someone just... Ryan, check your Twitter. Really quick. Someone just sent us that that design is going to be in a video game. What? Marvel's Puzzle Quest? They just look at your Twitter. You see it? Uh, no, I don't. You're tagged in it. Well, I just it's from the, the, the dumb It's from the Carnage site? Wait, is that who asked okay, this question? On. No, that, no, that. This, uh, Let's Talk Carnage asked it. Um, oh, Let's Talk I'm Carnage. Scrolling on. Sorry, that's just weird timing. I just got the, this. There over. it is. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah, but that's not the devil carnage. Well, no. They're talking about the one with the horns. Yeah, I know, I know, it. but it's just weird. It's a weird timing. Anyway. That um, is so cool, though. That was, um, uh, hold on. You guys, give, give me a second. Meg's texting me about dinner. Hold on. Um, or Ryan, you just want to talk about it? You, you want to talk about the, the suit? Yeah. Because I, I had ideas for, like, the, I wanted him to look like, like a little bit of a null influence because he was getting closer with, in that mm-hmm. moment. But but you designed a lot of that. Yeah, and and things will make sense later. But um, the horns came about when I, we were both in New York for a uh, signing, and I went to the Museum of Natural History, and we were walking through, and I started texting Donnie pictures of these animals with their crazy horns, and I was like, uh, "Carnage needs horns," mm. <laughs> and he was like, mm-hmm. "Do it, do yeah. it when he uh, you know when he becomes." You know, he didn't call it Devil Carnage, but... Yeah, you did that on Twitter, uh, and now it's an official thing. Yeah, now that is funny how quickly they pick up on this It stuff. is funny how fans want everything to be, uh, like, classified. 
or, or uh, does that make sense? Um, yeah, uh, codified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they want labeled. everything to have and labeled and have a name and like a power set. And it's 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 a collector mentality, I think, to like put names on it and everything. Um, people wanted a new name for the Venom Hulk that they want. You know, it's odd. Uh, Devil Carnage sounds great though. Um, yeah, I mean, we did say at one point. I said this is going to be the most satanic image in Marvel history. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking metal. That new design yeah. is, is pretty hardcore. I like it a lot. It's dope. Um, the wings too. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so basically, it was just a. Again, like I just I'm moving so fast. I just kind of made it up on the page. Um, but I had some ideas going into it, and we had talked about it a little bit, so that's where it came from. Yep. Um, all right, what's next? Dave Norris. Uh, Donnie, does the name Dylan have significance to yeah, you? I guess we went over this. Yeah, we did that one, yeah. My apologies. Um, yeah. Charles Soule, do either of you need a lawyer? No. I fired you for a reason, Charles. And Donnie... Wow. Wow. I, just make sure, Donnie, I think we need you on audio saying he's not your lawyer because he's so good that he will take that as a tacit agreement and force you into it. So could you please just say? You guys, I'm going to say something. Um, it might be, um, this might this might start a fight. That I, but this is something I actually, I've actually thought for a long time. Much in the same vein as some accusations that were um, levied against my friend Tom King. Um, I, don't, I don't think Charles is an attorney. I think it's been That's a, interesting. I think it's been his hook for a long time, and he's mm-hmm. always wanted to write that Daredevil book, you know. And like, what? Because like, here's the thing. Let's just let's just put our cards on the table here. We're all really stupid. Like Ryan, right. like 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 Ryan's real dumb. I'm real dumb. So like, Charles could just be like um, saying like weird made up lawyer sounds, and I wouldn't know. What would you guys know? I wouldn't know. Scott Snyder yeah. refused to answer our calls the first oh. several times. So, huh. somebody on Twitter even pointed out that that may that may not have even been Scott Snyder. Whoa, mm-hmm. which oh. is huh. interesting. So he he's a fraud all around. He I'm just he saying, like, saying has anyone that... ever seen him like lawyer? Has no. anyone ever actually seen him no. like at a courthouse, like being like doing lawyer stuff? Because like I grew up in a house. My mom was a was a very high powered attorney, still is in Dallas. My brother's an attorney, and like, dude, they are always lawyering, like almost always. They have a briefcase. I mean, let's just stop right there. Has anyone here seen Charles Soul with a briefcase? No, he wears. He has a he has a bag. He has a bag like like Indiana Jones. It's a man bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you ever seen an attorney with a man bag? Dude. I've never met an attorney that thinks that thought that it was okay to represent both sides in a case Whoa. either. That's what I'm saying, man. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what? Like, having grown up with two attorneys, um, neither of them write Star Wars fanfic. And then Charles <laughs> is out here. <laughs> and then Charles is out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. Yep. I'm just saying. I don't. Yeah. I'm not trying to accuse anybody of anything. But I'm just. No. I'm just asking questions out loud. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Fanfic is a, definitely a no-no for lawyers. Right. There was a bit in the episode where he asked Ethan and I to try and guess why he stopped being an attorney. Uh, and, and then he very quickly moved on from that, and there was no resolution to mm-hmm. it. It's almost like he didn't have enough time yeah. to come up with something believable. You guys are getting, you guys are getting conned. You know, I, I leave on, you guys alone for a little while, and you get hustled by a fake attorney 
and then by a Canadian, mm-hmm. which is a fake uh, person. You know, Donny, Donny, yeah, in a side. Yeah, yeah. If we if we expose Charles to them, they might not. They might think that we don't own them. Mm-hmm. Well, Charles is the one that mandated that we own them. No, Charles is definitely a lawyer. No, I'm doing we a, you guys are doing a bit. Obviously, I'm doing a bit. Charles is so we, yeah, clearly can, an attorney. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys don't worry. Hey, don't worry about it. Do you guys want some candy? Do you have... Yeah, definitely. Do you yeah. like a whole fucking bag of candy? You guys can have as, many, as much candy as you want. Well, that's the most we've gotten from this podcast. Dude, I'll send you guys. I'll send you guys each a dollar for, and you can each get a Zagnut bar. Eddie, Ooh. Eddie, and Gordon, you guys. I know you, I can just send me your addresses, and I'll fucking I'll send you. Yeah, I, I literally have a whole. You guys like caramel apple pops? Uh, fucking sure. dude, you want ten, twenty? Sure. Fucking yeah, let's do it. I just it. Venmoed you each eighty cents. Dude, done. Sweet. Yeah. So don't worry about this Charles Soul thing, dude. Don't. I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Next like, question. Guys. Well, what's next, next question? Yeah. My pickles, for Ryan. What the fuck what did you just are... say to me, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 fuck you, my pickles. Yeah. What the fuck? How you dare you? Yeah, no candy. <laughs> oh damn it! I lost my now and later. My pickles. My Pickles asks, for Ryan, what books are you interested in drawing slash writing in general? Uh, like any. <laughs> That's not carnage. this one. Done. Um, um, yeah, not not the ones that Donnie writes, but yeah. anything that, that that Donnie doesn't write, I'm interested in, yeah. in writing. I Would you ever you do a really Thor book? Shit. A Thor book? Nah, we're full on that. I, we're all I really wish, you know, I kept thinking I'll get the call. I mean, I again, I don't have a job at the moment. The first, the first time I ever wrote Thor ever outside of a Thor book, you drew, and it was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was sick. Whatever. I don't need Thor in my life. Mm-hmm. I got symbiotes. Yeah, I'm up baby. to my ears in symbiotes. Yeah. This guy asked um, uh, Hayden Myler at Hayden Myler said, "If every time you sneezed, spaghetti came out, would you rather it come out of your nose or your mouth?" And I think. For me personally, I need more information. Is it cooked delicious spaghetti? Because then mouth. Because I like spaghetti a lot. Mm-hmm. And why is ass not an option? Mm. I, well, <laughs> I'll ask. <laughs> I'll definitely ask. <laughs> definitely ask. Um, um, I don't you... listen. I don't want to side. St- I know. I know you're off put by his name, but my pickles also has a question for you, Donnie. Okay. Um, yeah. And that it. is, if you would write a Black Knight book, if Marvel wanted you to. You know what? Just like like being straight up, I don't know fucking anything about the Black Knight. I really don't. I do know one thing. It's one of the only. You know how DC has a lot of composite characters that came from other publishers? You know, like Fawcett Comics had Captain Marvel and Shazam and all that shit, and they brought it over and everything. I do know that Black Knight is the only Marvel character that we got from a different company. Interesting. That's, hmm. that's all I know about well, it. Well, and Conan now. Well, yeah, sure, sure. And that, well, that's like licensed shit, right? Like no, yeah, I gotcha, yeah. yeah. Um, so I know that. Sweet. Um, Orion, if, the... Oh, sorry. No, no, no I'm talking home. Um, at Gwynpool eBooks wants to know. This is maybe my favorite question that's ever come in. Ryan, this is this is for you and 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 me only for you and me. Uh, if there were two dudes on the moon and one of them killed the other with a rock, 
Would that be fucked up? <laughs> is it a moon rock or is it one from Earth? Ah, that's a solid fucking question, dude. Yeah. You think it makes, I, I think you're right. I think it makes it more fucked up. It makes a difference, for sure. If it was an Earth rock, if they brought that rock the whole time. Because then it's premeditated. There, it's way premeditated. And they're like, I'm going to yeah. kill this bitch on the moon. With a With a fucking object. Earth rock. Because they could have brought anything. It could have brought a gun or a fucking anything or a knife, but they chose a rock. That's fucked up. So the yeah. answer, I think, yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucked Definitely up. fucked up. Yeah. Pretty fucked Either up. way, it's fucked up, but it's more fucked Wait, up one way. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, also, more information. What did he do? Did that dude deserve to die? Cause, well, that's right. if, if it's a moon rock, then I feel like there's poss- there's possibly a chance that like he said something that he deserved it. Right, that's a crime of passion. Right, right. Yeah. Or, but the other part of it is like, if the other dude was Hitler, well, then it's not really fucked up. It's righteous. You know. I yes. You know what I'm saying? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So more information needed. Citation needed. Um, go ahead. You had a question. Orion has a question. Um, Orion Petticlerk? Yes. Uh, The maker had mentioned that Anne's body wasn't found in the mass grave. Do you still plan to follow through with resolving her story arc from the abyss since Donnie basically confirmed that he was playing with the unreliable narrator regarding Dylan's conception? I don't know how it's a question for Ryan. No, he said it's for you. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, absolutely. Um, I know. I've said it before. Um... All that Dylan stuff is going to a very big place. Um, when you pay attention, and and really, honestly, not that far out. Like relatively soon, you're going to get a whole lot more information about Dylan. Um, you know, it's it's. I I can't fucking wait until our entire run is over so I can, like, show people the um, kind of the grand design. Like when you look back at it from you know like fifty thousand feet up. And you look at how it's all kind of when when Ed Piscor does our yeah uh, Venom Grand Venom Design Grand Design yeah I would do I'd be fucking into that uh, I'll pay him yeah dude all, under the table to do that um but yeah yeah yes yes of course yes all that's all that Dylan stuff is going somewhere okay Noah asks will Toxin make a return in any of the upcoming Absolute Carnage stories he's already been in Absolute Carnage where oh, he's in the fucking mass grave. We were just over Next this. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Next. Uh, polo bear bar. Polo bar. Uh, what is Venom Island going to be about? <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'll handle this one. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> um, I can't say too much about it. Um, takes place on the island um, where Venom took Peter, uh, Spider-Man, in um, the... I, the number escapes me again. It always does. Um, it's like 247 or something like that of Amazing Spider-Man drawn by Eric Larson, written by David Michelini. It, growing up, it was an issue that fascinated me. It was one of my favorite issues of Spider-Man that that, uh, that was like in the little two-parter Venom saga that took place there. And uh, it was kind of like a... At the time, when I was reading it, I thought of it... I thought it was like, oh my God, this is the last Venom story ever. Like, this is it for this character. Because he... At the end of that of that island of, of, of that story, he um, Spider-Man fakes his own death, and so Venom thinks he did it, and so uh, Peter swims to a boat, like a, a, a shipping container, um, and 
Eddie's just like, we're home now. Like, we're just going to live here. Like, mission accomplished. We're at peace and we're finally free. And it was really great. And what's cool about it is that um, when the, the reason that Venom left that island after that was because Carnage was attacking in Maximum Carnage. Um, so Peter went and got him off of that off of that island to come and face Carnage. Well, now he's uh, he's returning to the island post Carnage um, uh, for something very specific, and it's not something very dangerous and very scary. I uh, I'm, I'm I'm quite honored uh, to be doing that book with Mark Bagley, uh, who's a fucking legend in the field. Um, and also a legend in the uh, in the halls of Venom and symbiote lore everywhere. Uh, co-creator of, of Carnage. Um, it feels like a very natural uh, natural person to bring in after the events of Episode Carnage. And you'll understand why uh, when you read issue, issue 5. So there's that. Also, there is something um, just uh, devastating that happens to... Um, someone <laughs> this is the worst tease ever i i i can talk to you guys more about venom island when episode carnage number five comes out we can we can talk all about venom island sweet uh we'll do we'll do say three more um sure michael scream is rex coming back now rex is fucking dead rex died in vietnam rex sure, is uh you know somebody else might pick up the thread we oh, can't wait. stop them hold on yeah wait no i think there might be some rex things happening uh yeah hold please just just yeah uh, yeah yeah there, there might be more information on that maybe yeah agents of comic book does the venom symbiote watch tv if so what shows does it watch hmm i mean i guess in theory, i missed the question can you read does the vi- that, uh, does the venom symbiote watch tv and if he does it does by the way don't gender it um, if it, if it, if it, uh, what shows does it like? Um, I don't know. It was really let down by the end of Game of Thrones. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it watches, like, Stranger uh, pornography. Things. Stranger Things a lot. It, like, it, oh, yeah. It watches what, Ryan? P- pornography. Oh, porn- yeah. <laughs> so it watches whatever Eddie watches. Which is pornography. So a lot of porn. <laughs> um, a lot of that's, hentai. That's what... And that's for the symbiote. <coughs> yep. Lots of tentacle stuff. Yeah, a lot of tentacle oh, stuff. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> so you got to go Brandon a long way Hyde. to get that out of Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, that's fucking crazy. Um, this guy had a question on. Uh, yeah. At, man, is that Ano Beast? Uh, Aaron mm-hmm. at A-I-N-O Beast. Uh, he or she writes, why is a raven like a writing desk? You guys get that joke that they're trying to do? Mm-mm. This is the, the, people always ask this in Q&As. And what it is, is it's a, it's the, it's the riddle that the caterpillar asks in Alice in Wonderland. And it is supposedly a riddle that has no answer. Um, I would answer it, um, uh, wait, I read this, um, because Poe wrote on both. It's a good one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's see what else here. Oh, this guy asked really quick, and then I'll let you ask just the ones that you wanted to ask. Um, at uh, Mathis090 uh, asked, 
uh, when I'm at Comic-Con Paris, if I will accept fan art and he drew a Venom and he wants to give it to me, I would love that. That is very sweet. Um, I have a big collection of fan art that people bring me. But shows. he needs to draw a second one that you can send to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is, uh, it is $200 to hand me anything. Oh. So just keep that in mind. I guess euros is fine. I don't know what the exchange rate is, but if you're, you just like put things in my hand, it's, it's, that's $200. All right. Well, you, did you have something? One more. <clears throat> Brandon Hyde, what music do you listen to while you write slash draw? I listen to all kinds of stuff. I change it every day. I listen to a lot of the ambient atomic orbitals podcast when I'm doing layouts because there's no words and it's very like uh, atmospheric. And then I'll listen to just stuff that I like after that. Um, so uh, lots of, you know, hip hop and then I, I like a lot of classic rock and like what uh, kind of classic rock do you like? Well, I love the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, Ugh, obviously. Do you really? David, Bo- I'm I'm a David Ugh. Bowie obsessive. Ugh. No, Bowie's good. I like Bowie, but the Stones and the Beatles can fucking go die. I, I, Look, you've I told you before you're not allowed to say this to me because I lose respect and I. Can't I don't care, it. dude. The Beatles are a fucking snooze factory, Ugh, and the Stones have Christ. one song that they've just. Re- repeated for fucking 90,000 years. Oh my god. Oh my dude, I can go <laughs> down to fucking true. 6th Street on fucking in Austin and hear 30,000 bands that are better than the Stones. Stones are trash. Cut shoot. this out. <laughs> Cut this out. People always ask that question, are you a Stones guy, are you a Beatles guy? It's just like, well, I just I don't like falling asleep, so I'm neither. They're not even comparable. The Beatles where ninety five percent of their songs were good, the Stones had a much lower success rate, but they hit some pretty high points. Anyway, you know it's funny. There's uh, a Stones lyric in Absolute Carnage that I wrote in, and I, I don't I don't like. They they have that one good song, the the the, the Paint It Black song. That's a good song. That's a great song. It's a good song. I just was saying today uh, that I think that that's my favorite Rolling Stones song. Oh, because it's their only good song. Of course it's your favorite song. It's the only song that they ever did that's good. Name name five Rolling Stone songs. Sympathy for the Devil. Uh, that's not uh, You can't always get what you want. It's the Trat is the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Wild Horses. That's not bad. Um, Angie. Two of those weren't written by the Rolling Wait, Stones. Wait, isn't Angie a fucking Rod Stewart song? Nope, it's a David Bowie written song that the Rolling Stones performed. This is on Goat's Head Soup. This is good. This is good content that we're doing. Uh, oh, Give Me Shelter sure. is the second best Rolling Stones song of all time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I, their best album is. Exile on Main Street. Uh, I love love. <laughs> Do you like Cup. Springsteen? I like Springsteen. Oh God damn it, Ryan! You saw me do Springsteen. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, I did see you karaoke. do karaoke. Yeah, dude. I can't. I will tell you. I will tell you this. I would rather. I would rather listen. I'd rather join the Rolling Stones as a person who is forced to hear them every night on stage and look at them for the rest of my life than hear one Springsteen song ever again. I feel like we're gonna lose so many listeners because That's of the fine. blasphemy that you're Springsteen is right now. such fucking garbage. It is. It's this fucking billionaire white dude coming out every night and be like, "There's a lot of hardworking people out there uh, trying to get the and like singing songs about working on the docks." It's like, "Fuck off, you rich piece of shit." He's a storyteller. 
I know. I used to have a buddy who was so into them, and he played me this one song, and it was this gorgeous song. It really was. And this beautiful piano like opening to the song. Um, and it was like he was like trying to like turn me around on Springsteen. He was like, "Man, no, let me just let me just play you this, right?" And I was like, "All right, man, I give it a shot." And it's this gorgeous, huge like orchestral piano opening. And I was like, "Damn, dude, that's that's pretty tight." And then Springsteen started singing, and one of the first words that he, that he said was "hot dogs." And I was like, "Fuck this!" I was like, it was like this beautiful thing, and he was like, "Oh, eating hot dogs down by the river." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, Jesus Christ!" He reminds me of those country well, bears that are at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we could end this podcast on Donnie hurting my feelings. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie uh, uh, unfortunately, we are done working together, uh-huh. and uh, you've ruined everything. Okay, but, I'm sorry. Um, I still like you. It's just that you're a, you're like, but you're like 15 years older than me too. So it's no, I, I'm three years older than you. Man, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I always really in Donnie I'll years, cut, I'm 15 years older. Life. No, don't cut that out. Oh, that's important cut that out from life. <laughs> uh, I'm 38, huh? Well, yeah, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, it's a hard 28, dog. Um. No, I like uh, I, I to answer the question. I listen to I wish I wish I could be like Ryan and listen to things that have lyrics and stuff in it because I I like, never get to jam out to like my own tunes and stuff because I can't write with anything in my ears. Um, I can only do like um, orchestral stuff, uh, a lot of movie soundtracks. I've been lighting. I've been writing to the um, the God of War soundtrack lately. It's fucking badass. It's so good. Um, I got the Joker the soundtrack to the Joker and I was writing to that for a while until I went and saw the movie and I uh, can't listen to that soundtrack anymore. Maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Is that Really? I haven't seen it yet. It's bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. I say this on here because if I, if I, if I said it on Twitter I'd just get fucking beaten to death for it. But I will say this about the Joker film. Um, no movie has ever made me want to see the Batman beat the shit out of the Joker more than the Joker movie. If that was their intention, then mission accomplished. Hot takes podcast. Hot takes. Well, I saw Zombieland 2. Can I give my review of Zombieland 2 real quick? It's, um, it's, it's called Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Show some respect. It was very funny. I enjoyed every minute of it. Okay. Awful story. Okay. Di- stakes. Never had any stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's end this thing. I want to go to bed. You're so tired. Agreed. I get to see the I'm going to watch. Actually, I'm going to watch Watchmen tonight. Oh, dude, it's dope. I actually I really, I really enjoyed it a lot. I, let's talk about it after you see it. I want to, I want right, cool. to talk to you about it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually. I know we all, all want to go real quick. I'm gonna call Chip just two seconds. And let's just right. let's just bury the hatchet. Let's Is he on over. Skype? We could try and add him to the Skype call real quick. No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it on speakerphone. Um, let's just bury the hatchet. Let's make this good, okay? Let's just try and make everything okay. 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 Yeah. It's okay. still too raw. 
Okay, hold on. Hey, Chip. Who is it? Hey, Chip. Hey. Hey. Hey, it's Donnie. You're on the podcast. Yeah, no, I'm at a bar. You're at a bar. Are you drunk? You're you're on you're on Stegman and his amazing friends. What? No, it's Donnie. No, we're trying to make we're trying to call and you know what, dude? We're trying to we're trying to call and make this. Don't bury this hatchet. We're trying to call and make everything okay. Take that hatchet and sh- put it in his back. What? Chip. I legit can't tell if this is a bit or if you're just incredibly fucking hammered. <laughs> what? H- Hello? <laughs> Hello? Chip. Hey, yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, I saw you do Venom. I do Venom, that's right. Yeah, he's the guy with the scary. He's the guy who wears a scary suit. <laughs> you do spooky suits. You write spooky suits, don't you? They do. Yeah, you're being recorded right now. I just need you to know that. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Ryan's yeah, Ryan's here. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. He's saying yeah. Yes. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Hey, what's up? How's it going, buddy? He says, "How's it? What? What do you say? Am I drawing spooky suit? Are you drawing spooky suit right now? Can you hang up on him, please? Yeah, I'm gonna hang up on you, Chip. <laughs> All right. I, Great ending. You guys. Ooh. Hey, you know what? Let's um for legal purposes, let's um let's call that a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> classic 100%. chip bit. You know the characters that he plays, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He lives the bit. He lives it. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Okay. guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh the show's back better than ever. Listen, we'll get to chapter three um, in February, um, and it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. But for now, if you have any other uh, questions or thoughts for the show, you can email them to stegmanandfriends at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Stegman Show. Um, here to stay. And, uh, hey, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at stegmanandfriends.com. Um, best podcast ever? Maybe? Yes, definitely. Ryan? Donnie? Huh? What? What's up? What do Nothing. you want? Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. What's up? Thank you for thank, being, are we still thank recording? You for being the best bosses that we've had in recent owners, history. Owners. Best owners. Is it recording still? It is, yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys want to start doing the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. Okay. let's do that. The end. Right. We can, <laughs> we can start. Did anybody throw a tweet out for questions? I did. Yeah, Donnie did. I have like ninety fucking thousand questions. Um, I'll hop on over to you. There, a lot of them are about Chips of Darsky, and I do not get it. I don't get the. He the joke. took over the. Ch- it's a whole thing. We'll fill you in after. You don't have to. I've done. Yeah, good um, point. Yeah. I mean, I got paid. The bottom line is, anyway. he's a snake. 
okay. as we suspected. We knew he was a snake. I've been and, texting uh, him for showed a while. His true and I haven't heard from him. He's under, he was under a house arrest for a, oh, what? a large chunk of time. Yeah, yeah. in both the U.S. and Canada, it's a whole problem. Oh, he, they don't know if he's going to be extradited or what. Whoa. at this point, huh? Um, well, that sucks. Um, okay. They said I, I heard I've been hearing rumblings of death penalty, but we'll see. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys just fight with guys who write Daredevil? Yes. Huh. Pretty much. much. Okay. All right. 